0: Welcome to this week's episode of Mental Health Bar. Uh, I'm Chris PG, as always, and joining me is uh, Gillian Burtwell of Gillian Burtwell Mindset. Gillian is a specialist in NLP and hypnotherapy. Thank you very much for joining us here this week, Jillian. Thank you, I appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule, I imagine. I know that you were in a meeting just before, like back to back with me here. So I, I, I can imagine that you are, and, and with the advent of Zoom calls, it's probably a lot easier to do what you do
1: all over. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, right, uh, well, my background is um, I had, um, when I was young, I had a trauma at the age of 15, um, um, but never dealt with it. So carried on through my life. And um, I started life as a as a YTS and just moved on through um, and went to university at the age of 25 and got my degree and thought, oh, life's getting really good here. And then I went on and did a postgraduate diploma in resource management because I thought I really want to work with people. I really love helping people. And so that was my idea. And then I whilst I was working in HR, um, I I took a drive to go to the doctor one day. It was the 6th of November, 2007. And all of a sudden, it was like this black cloud had descended upon me. And uh, I remember actually saying, um, it was a beautiful day, I remember that, but I just couldn't get any joy out of it. And I, I remember saying in my head, you know, God, please, just take me now. I don't want to be here anymore. I really just didn't want to be. I, I felt like I suddenly didn't fit in the world. Yeah, that's how yeah. I, I didn't fit in the world. I went to the doctors Um, I, I suffer from vitamin B12 deficiency, so I get injections for that. Um, and I was as the nurse was doing my injection, I was crying, but she never took any notice of me. Um, I drove back and I thought, right, I I need to go to the chemist and maybe get some calms or something, you know. And I phoned the, the my work, which is, and I got the nurse, and I said to her, you know, I I really think I I need to uh, go and get some calms to try and calm me down. She went, no, 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 no. You need to go and see a doctor. Yeah. Now, at this point, the other thing I haven't said was, I, I exercise like a maniac. This is yeah. my control. Over what was going on in my life I wasn't happy in my job I wasn't happy in my relationship um, and I just thought I've got to find something where I've got some control here so I used to get up at quarter past five every morning and I would get onto a rowing machine and I'd row for 55 minutes then I'd drive to work and then at work lunchtime I'd either walk or run for four miles and then in the evening I would go to the gym and I would do um, a power pump class or I would do a spin class or sometimes I would do both and I was doing this seven days a week. So by the time I actually got to see a doctor I was told I was mentally and physically exhausted. Yeah well yeah I can imagine Uh, you were. It was just crazy Yeah it's crazy. You know it was slightly slightly obsessive. Yeah. Um, And um so she, was, she thought I should really go and see a psychiatrist. So I lived out in the country, so they, they actually brought a psychiatrist out to um, where I was. And my brother came out to see me. He, my, my brother um, was bipolar, and uh, uh, so he could understand a bit about what was happening to me. But yeah. even he's psychiatrist, I don't recognise my sister. My sister was a career woman. She, you know, was feisty and full of confidence, um, and now he says, you know, she's, she's, she barely makes con- eye contact. Um, yeah. And as you can see, she's just like a wreck sitting here. I I, I just, you know, it's unbelievable how the change has happened just like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was, it was like being hijacked mm. by something, you know, because I, yeah. I just did not feel like I fitted in this world anymore, I shouldn't be here. I think one of the worst, times for me was actually when i i, I came up to my mum's at christmas right. and i was a walk with my mum and the dog and i thought my mum has to really understand how much pain i'm in mental pain yeah. so if i her if i can you know commit suicide if i could take my own life surely she'll say yes because she'll understand the pain that i'm going through that's where my logic and my thinking was yeah and I actually said that to my mum, and she went, no, 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 no. Um, So I went back to um, Aberdeen and uh, to see my psychiatrist um, after the Christmas, and she asked me how it had gone. And as soon as I retold that story to her, I ended up in the ward.
0: Right. Yeah, well, you would.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i think we need to take you in was yeah you yeah said.
0: for your own as soon as you say i'm not safe on myself that that's when they're like oh, okay now it's time to yeah. this is <laughs> yeah
1: so yes yeah, so, so i ended up in hospital um i was there i was only there for just over a week but they were trying to get my medication sorted yeah and um, I, I had been on medication at that point but clearly it wasn't working because i was in the mindset that i wasn't wanting to do it anymore i was you know, and sometimes you know it must have been hell for my mum because sometimes you know we'd go for a walk and i'd start screaming i don't want to be here anymore please god just fucking take me now yeah wow well, would be awful for her to hear that
0: yeah yeah and you don't feel like you're in control of that either do you that's just a release
1: yeah, it's like something else inside you is is doing all this and you mm. have no whatsoever <laughs> um so, I went through this for oh, a good six or seven years when I was on medication. And I just felt it wasn't working. I was on citalopram, right. which I found is banned now because um, people were actually committing suicide on it. So, yeah. What you want then
0: uh <laughs> no well medication is always a bit of a balancing act anyway they have to because uh, it's obviously everyone is different we talk about it a lot on here but they medication can take years to get the right levels the right if you even need it rather than therapy you know there's there's lots of different ways to do it and it's different for every single individual and unfortunately a lot of gps don't have the knowledge because they yeah. can't that's
1: very much the problem and um, they are general practitioners yeah. I mean, I, I was so lucky living in there we have a very good mental health team here. Um, the doctor that I was under, you know, she, she would take the time to sit and listen to you. It wasn't, um, right, your time's up now. You you, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, patients would be sitting there gonna that's 50 minutes. And I'm saying, and she'll give you exactly the same time as well if you need it. You know, that's just how she is. That's good. She got me to see a CPN, uh which is a community psychiatric nurse um and we did a lot of good work together um and through that um she she told me that my insight to my own illness was just quite astounding, um because i i realized it's my thoughts right it's my thoughts that are controlling me if i just ignored those thoughts what would happen
0: Wow, that's some I mean it and you managed to con, like control it to the point where you started to get gain back control of your physicality?
1: Certain extent, yes. Um I actually decided, I made the decision that I wanted to come off my I was on sleeping tablets and and I was on um antidepressants as well. In yeah. fact it was for anxiety, telegrams for anxiety. So um I had a, an appointment with a psychiatrist and he said, Wow, he said, I never get Patients coming in asking mm. to come off there. It's, it's like you know. Sometimes we have to broach the subject with them. You know, you've been on this medication for some time now. I really think, and they're going like, "No, no, you can't take my drugs away from me." No. And you're going, "Oh my goodness, you know, you're saying you want me to." And he says, "That's fantastic to hear. That mm. is fantastic to hear." He said, "To be honest, um, looking at what you've been on for the last few says, I'm concerned that you ha- you ha- could have damaged your heart." because the sleeping tablets that you were given with the citalopram don't work, and they don't go together in a bad combination. Right. Of course it was that had prescribed the, you know, the, the sleeping tablets on top of the citalopram. So this is where the danger lies. And this is where I oh, I firmly believe that, or wish that we could have like um, a mental health triage mm. in all doctor surgeries where you know, anybody who has any signs of mental health problems goes and sees this triage, the, a CPN, if you yeah. like.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely.
1: Go and see them first and get assessed by them rather mm-hmm. than a, a...
0: We just um, the GP just doesn't have... They just have... They have to... And, and you know, they're all overworked. They all have to. You, you've got them trying to do a range of skills, from being an oncologist to being a gynecologist to being a, psych, a psychologist, a psychiatrist it's you there's no one that can do that they have yeah. to it's crazy trying to uh, assume that they will i i know that so when i go back to so i control my bipolar with therapy and um and i i it's not really with her it's with a tool set that i've developed over decades and um i again had a similar thing with you where i took um antidepressants antidepressants don't work with bipolar they tend to do they tend to not interact very well and um i said i just I'll just try and control it with therapy. And now, every time I go back, every time I say like I need to go back, every couple of years I say I need to, you know, I need to go for another six weeks, another eight weeks. I just need a refresher. Um, and I have to go in and be like, right, well, we've done this, we've done this. And I have to know more than the person I'm seeing. And and a lot of the time, you do. that's better. You'll know. And um, like you said about your brother as well he'll know more about what his condition than the person they're talking to because you've had to because you've had to
1: Isn't
0: it? yeah so so that happened you had your breakdown you and you start so you you said you started to gain you you came off the drugs which um a a lot of people so when they say you say about weaning i I wanted to go back on that you say coming off the drugs they try to wean you off drugs because they because um with antidepressants and things like that they're they tend to unless you have something like bipolar that it it is you um the imbalance doesn't tend to be permanent so they tend to like try and get it get it back anyway don't they so i I just in case anyone's listening and thinking i'm going to come off my drugs
1: (laughs) work to come off your drugs without seeing a doctor or psychiatrist first um yeah it was all very much controlled and it was yes steadily 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 taking control just that's it we're not having any more drugs no no no, no it didn't it was a process that I had to go through first um, and <laughs> yeah. at the end of that I was um I was happy to be off. I felt better actually off them um yeah. it, it didn't feel you know I didn't feel like I was me on those drugs I really didn't and this is where you know drugs don't work for everybody they don't work and that And that's what I found. I mean, I I started doing things like meditation, which I Mm -hmm. I found very helpful. But there's other things you can do as well, like breathing, um, just controlling your breathing. Um, And even the Navy Seals will do this before they, you know, there's there's one that you can do, which is you inhale for four at this beat, hold it for seven, and then exhale it for eight. No, and, that's four,
0: seven, the, eight.
1: Yeah, and that's what the navy SEALs do before they go off into, you know, like anything that's quite dangerous for them. They'll just can do that a few, three or four times or until you feel better. And it just calms you right down. Because when you think about when, for instance, anybody who smokes will, mm. will recognize this. Your first drag on a fag is the best. Anything after that is just because you've taken in a huge.
0: <sighs> wow.
1: And that's the bit that actually does the, the you know, that's the, the work. Yeah.
0: yeah. The drug goes in. that yeah. you So it calms that bit of it. And the habit. I, I'm, 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 I'm not a smoker. I've never been one. Were you a smoker?
1: But even, you know, like, it's not even it's not even just the drug of it. It's just the fact that you've taken in a deep breath. And then you've held it, and then you've let it go, and that's what calms you down. Mm. It's a breathing technique of that, rather than the actual nicotine.
0: Well, so, I, see, that's amazing. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. Again, as I'm not a smoker, were you a smoker, jillian
1: I was. Yeah. You were yeah. a smoker.
0: Uh, I, my wife gave up smoking. I, I, so, I, my, in fact, my entire family had my my mum, brother, and dad were all massive, massive smokers, and they're now they're all on like e pens, and they don't they vape, but it isn't quite as much as they were they were like doing with cigarettes but I, I never thought of it like that 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 was a breathing exercise that did it now I'm going to be really honest with you Gillian I have always found meditation doesn't work for me I've tried many many different things over the years as, as 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 someone who's who who's looked into a lot of different ways to control themselves I found that thinking about it differently worked for me so seeing it as mind flu, it was a, I remember the therapist that told me, Emma, she said, don't think of it like it's you, you're mm-hmm. sick, this is, a, this is a cold, but in your head. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm guessing that's the same, what you're talking about there, is just changing Behave,
1: the, way. Yeah. the way you think about it. Yeah, rather than it being a, a hit from a cigarette, just <sighs> from breath of fresh air. You know, it it actually struck me one time when I was doing it, you know, when I was actually smoking and I thought, because I actually thought to myself, oh my goodness, I I was in a beautiful area at the time, west coast of Scotland, and a lovely, healthy place, you know, beautiful. Why am I doing this, you know? And then I suddenly just went... I thought, that's what you get when you do that, except I don't get a whole lot of nasty smoke going down the back of my throat, I just get lovely fresh air going yeah. in. I still get that calming effect. Because most people, when, they, when they're feeling stressed, that's the first thing they do is take up a cigarette. And that's what, that's exactly what they'll do. they take taking a big breath and then they'll let yeah. it out. Again. And that's, that's what they're doing. So if they just put the cigarette down and then just practice this kind of breathing. Yeah. It's amazing how it just calms the body right down and then centers exactly exactly because i was watching a ted talk and it was this guy who was talking about this and he said you know meditation's great he says but people need to learn to breathe first (laughs) we never taught it you're never taught it are you very good point he says you know you know of course we all breathe to live he said but you know there are ways of breathing and it was this is Was um talking about, and I have tried it, and it is really really good. But I mean, there's other things that people can do as well. I mean, one of the other things that I've just learned about recently is tapping. Have you heard about tapping?
0: I know about stimming, like when you are neurodiverse, so I'm doing it here.
1: But you take a karate chop,
0: yeah, like that, and then you've got your
1: you've got certain all over you know your body so just here on the bones of where your eyebrows would start so just sort of there just but where you like
0: above are. your eyebrows yeah, yeah
1: just... and then at the side of your eyes
0: so just where your temples are yeah
1: so, i've got uh, glasses
0: on so it's a bit tough
1: go underneath here as okay. well yeah and then under the nose okay under the chin
0: under the chin or on the chin and
1: you put your breast bones here and you tap on them
0: on your clavicle just there so
1: yeah and then under here just where your bra strap is
0: where my bra strap is yep that's definitely yeah so what we're we talking about that's third rib isn't it third rib there.
1: and then you tap on your forehead here top of your head yeah
0: this has become a very weird game of simon says by the way
1: if you talk all the way through it you've got one's for anxiety and you've got one's for money blocks you've got all sorts of things you can do with tapping i'm yeah. just watching seminar just recently and i was fascinated by it and i was doing the tapping sessions as they were going along and i just thought i actually could feel my body calm Relaxing. me down yeah well, so <laughs> <laughs> well obviously
0: neuro, neurodiverse people so people with, with with autism or adhd or things like that they they stim they stim yeah. to that and i'm guessing that it has again i'm not an expert on this this, I, the tapping I've only, you've just, I haven't seen that before, so it's, but that is something that, you know, they do, and uh, I do it down here, you won't see it, but I squeeze uh, when I'm, I do yeah, this, yeah. so you won't see it uh, as a performer, uh, that's what I do, and I click, but you, again, you won't do that, and rub, but rubbing is a weird uh, thing, but I'm guessing this is the same as, like, stimming, where you are, but it almost distracts your brain, right? Oh,
1: exactly, what it does. but it also, it's, it, there are parts of your body that it's stimulating as well and it's just calming down the lymphatic nodes in your body as well so right. everything's connected you know so yeah. um just doing that there do you know what that felt like to
0: me it felt like it felt like you know it, it, the little vestigial memories of being a baby you know when you can kind of remember what it was like for your your mum to brush your forehead and things like that. that's what it feels like to me just is that what it's meant to feel
1: like, or am I just? No, I've I've heard that described in yoga classes. Actually, that you know, you, you when when you're lying there, you sort of think of um, somebody, a masseuse or something, brushing you know your eyebrows. You know, just yeah.
0: I've, I've never let a masseuse touch me, but I know what you. <laughs> I, I just, I I I'm terrified of them. I'm, I'm to be very honest. Oh. I, I m- my wife is the other way. She like loves the back back rubs. She loves massages. I I cannot. I won't even let her i'm like don't i just don't like it but maybe this is it maybe this is
1: because i quite like that when we did that a second like quite i do find all these things online you know these things are all free to find out on online in fact i've got an app of course there's an app there's an there's app an, for there's it there's always
0: an app it always an app i like the yeah. idea that there's a is it a tapping app like you have to with the phone yeah,
1: yes and there's also <laughs> Well, I use um, Insight Timer. That's a meditation one, and there's also a Chopra app. Who Chopra right. is a famous um, Deepak, yeah. Deepak Chopra. That's exactly yeah. him. He's got, he's got his own app as well. So you know, there's all these apps that you can get, which are really quite soothing. Other things that I I like to do, um, I get great. Uh, I'm I'm into mindfulness. Yeah, and when I walk. Um, I'm very lucky where I live. Um, I've got the beach, which is only about a 10 minute walk from here. Jealous,
0: jealous, especially this year. I'm jealous of you. Oh,
1: you walk down onto the beach, and yeah. if it you just listen to the sound of the sea, you know, the, the waves just lapping the shore. Yeah. And you, I, I can adjust my breathing to the waves just coming in and out, in and out. And you can you feel the br- you know the breeze on your skin and the sun mm. you know, coming down. You feel the stones or the sand underneath your feet. Yeah. Uh, and you can smell the sea air and it's just lovely. And you hear the birds singing, you know. And also where I was today, I actually heard the seals barking. Um, <laughs> well, a bit different, but <laughs> it's less relaxing,
0: but still yeah. part of it. So let's let's fill in a gap though jillian because there's what we have here is you coming off your medication breathing so getting a bit better in a a mental area and now you're an nlp and hypnotherapy specialist and obviously a holistic specialist um so what happened there how did you go from breakdown which we we both were talking about this before we don't like the term but it is a medical term we don't like the term being broken because we don't it's not relevant We need We don't need fixing we just need i always think that we that people like us and i include you and me under the same thing this world is built for one very specific type of person and Mm. actually that type of person is very rare (laughs) (laughs) it's just that it was and people like you and me are told to fit into it and it ends up overloading us and we just can't it's, it's not there to deal with so when we have a breakdown it's actually just us reacting to a world that wasn't designed for our particular way that we've been you know that we've genetically put together or that our brains are put together or however but yes so this is where we are we, you've come off of the medication you've learned to to breathe to center yourself and what how have you got into hypnotherapy and how have you got to where you are now what right, made uh, you take that step that's your
1: friend uh, my mom's um son's uh my mom's friend's son Duh, get that right you? And- <laughs> yeah yeah I I, I was, I'd been working um, as a manager up in uh, Darness and I'd had I was working with a bully. Um, so uh, by the time I got back, I was just feeling a little bit jaded. But I was I was getting getting myself back together again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had invited me over because he was up to see his mum and just to um, do, try and do some NLP on me. I'd never actually heard of NLP, so I thought, oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> So, um, and it was it was really surprising because with NLP, I don't you don't need to tell the story. I don't need to know anything about what's happening with my clients. Yeah, all I need is for them to have it here. Yeah. So, thinking about it, and you know, and then we go through a series of questions, and we we shrink the submodalities right down. So, what we do is we say, you maybe have a. You know out of zero to ten, how, how you know bad is this feeling that you've got now? And they would say, oh, we're at a ten. And yeah. what we do is work to get it down to either a one or a zero. And most times it's a zero. Yeah. And what we're doing is we we you've got neural pathways in your brain. So you're creating these all the time with these different thoughts that you have. Like for instance, you know, you uh you know a smell or even a song on the radio will yeah. evoke yeah remember those. Or, yeah. You know, like, oh wow you know i remember that um and that's that's fine but not all our memories are good no. you know the, you look at you know a name lights up on your phone and you say oh yeah. or like that.
0: You know? Or you hear but, a song or you uh, the one i think that's the big one is smell because it's tied so into your uh, your ancient cave person core That you smell something and it can immediately bring revulsion and that's a very strong emotion because it's a fight and flight response isn't it
1: exactly so with NLP what you're doing is you're reducing all that you're changing you're blocking that pathway Mm. and that you'll never take away a good memory your mind will never allow you to, to take away good memories it doesn't want you to, you don't need to have these bad memories. It's like having, a, you know, a, an app on your phone that you no longer use and you don't want anymore. You just take it away. You get rid yeah. of it. That's what NLP pretty much does. Um, and it can be done very quickly. Um, this is, I've been astounded at how I can change somebody's life with NLP, you know. They come to me and they're like, "Oh, this thing's been bothering me, and it's been really, you know." So I say, "You know, where are you?" At with it, oh, I'm, I'm at a ten with it, you know, and I, it's really having a bad impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the session, I'll say, "Where are we now?" And wow, I can't even think. I can see it, I've got no feelings attached to it, or I can't even, I can't even see it anymore. And that was like, that's, that's just, something we
0: were talking about, isn't it? That where it's the processing of the emotion attached to that feeling. So take me through an example, Julian. for those, of, because there's going to be people listening. I, I have experienced NLP, but uh, others haven't. Take us through an, an example of something you would do with, it doesn't have to be a real one, but you, you know, you're not going to mention any names, so you could use a real example. But uh,
1: Let's see. I had, um, I had, I had a client um, and uh, it was actually traffic cops that she had a particular issue with um, because right. she stopped um, three times she was getting to the stage where you know every time she saw a traffic cop she' would just you know almost freeze and just go Aah! yeah well. Um, well that was what we worked on so I had to I, what you do is you ask for the first the worst and the most recent memory that person has of the right. situation and you'll just need to get you know like um highway or um, it was um you know just one keywords is all you are looking for yeah. I don't need to descriptions with keywords and what we say is which one do you want to work with first you know first worst or most recent and most people go for the most recent let's you know get the big one out of the way first yeah um and what you do is you get that person to bring up that scenario in their mind um and you know to let you know when, the, when they've got it and then you calibrate and you say you know is it from zero to ten where are we and you know you want it to be as high as it can be because that way you can really work on it then you know you've got you know the subject if you like yes we'll go through what we call some modalities so you'll say you know is it black and white is it color is it you know near to you is it far away from you all this kind of thing and what you and so you, you take notes of these things and then you'll ask is there sound and is it internal which means you know thoughts in your head or external it's noises from outside Mm-hmm. Um, is there feelings? Um, you know, what are you feeling with it? Is it got... A, you'll ask them to nominalize that by asking them, is it got a colour? Has it got a shape? Um, does it move? All those types of things. Yeah. And then what we do is we go back and we reduce all of these until we have them. I can't tell you all because we've been here for quite some time. But yeah, no, no. That's really what we're doing. We're reducing all those submodalities so that when the person you know, um goes to think about it again. Because what we do, we ask them straight away, go and try and get that memory back. Well wow. Yeah. Produced um, it. Analyzed it. it
0: away almost that that seems like.
1: Not even analyzing. It. It's what I love, it's most people have it in their feelings. That's where it really is stuck. Because when you think about it, anything you think about, you've got a feeling attached to it. Yes. There's generally a feeling attached to it. Yes. What you really want to do is you're you're quickly getting through you get through it as quickly as you can because people can't hold pictures in their minds for too long so you're you're working through it but the feeling in the body tends to stay quite a bit longer mm. and then what you're doing is there are certain words that um i i like to use what we call clean language right um, and that's um so that i'm not um imparting my thoughts or my beliefs into the situation it's 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 totally their words, their thinking, not me saying, oh, is it, is it like this? Or is it like that? I, I don't want, you know, that's me suggesting things yeah. to them. So what I try to do is not, I, I don't do that. I get them to tell me everything. And I'll so, have guided questions that I can ask. Is it, you know, when it does this, what happens? And when it does that, what happens? You know, right. and, like what? and it you know that type
0: of thing is, is, is what you're going Open ended rather than, I I think of the other type of questions as bath water questions which is um, I call it that because um, we say to you say to our daughters would you like your bath at seven or eight o'clock and <laughs> yeah. they're yeah, still exactly. getting wet the, the answers oh, yeah, always yeah. the way yeah. I do it but what you're talking about is what I hope I, I do here which is ask you a question and then just leave you to it so what would be an example of a, uh, so a clean language? I've heard Andrea mentioned it when she did our first show. Um, what would be an example of that? Like specifically for NLP? Cause I th- the reason I ask this is I know people get recommended NLP and they're a bit, anything with just an acronym scares um, the crap out of people. I can totally,
1: I can totally get that. Click yeah. Yeah. language is, um, it's like, it's, it's- you're trying to do most people will turn something into a metaphor you know when they normalize it they'll turn it into maybe like a a, like a balloon or something um this is what happened with one of my clients he said that her whole family were um cocooned inside this balloon this big sort of dome and she didn't want to let them out she was frightened something would happen so this is she kept them safe inside here and i said and what would happen If you know that was to sort of burst, or and she said, "Well, I can actually, I can actually see it just doing this, and it's just opening like that." And she said, "A mountain is coming up out of it." And I said, "What would you do with a mountain? I'd climb it with my family." And uh, She'd actually, she'd actually said to me earlier on in the conversation that um, her and her family said, None of us can sing. She said, So it's great at birthday things. What we do is we phone up family and we're all around the phone and we're singing happy birthday down the phone. She says, And we just cannot sing. So I said, so if, when you get to the top of this mountain, what do you think you would be doing? Yodling. That's what we'd be doing. We'd be yodeling!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something with the family. Perhaps I'll get at, I have, but I'd like to do it together. That's a nice. See the change of the memory.
1: She's no longer but her family cocooned in this, you know, bubble. They're mm. now at the top of a mountain, yodeling.
0: Yeah, doing something outside of their comfort zone and outside yeah. of that safety net.
1: Taking that away, and mm. uh, so that was that was very liberating for her.
0: Oh yeah, it, sound, it, it honestly, it sounds liberating just you saying it.
1: Yodeling. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: It, it sounds it like, so NLP. That's that's something you want to help people. Now we haven't covered the hypnotherapy side of it. Again, I have no other than what I've seen, like Paul McKenna stuff. I oh. have no. I yeah, exactly. I always think Paul McKenna's books sound like a threat. I can help. I can make you lose weight. Like and I, it's. I will make you lose weight. Yeah, it sounds like the last bit is so get in the van. Like I will make you rich. So get in the van that's like what i think so what made you because nlp i can see where the the i can see that it what was the natural progression into hypnotherapy a couple of props here okay 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 so i'm going to describe them as well for the for the podcast listeners at the same time what this, is this? the snow globe
1: right what you've all got now this is our mind and these are the thoughts the now, snow
0: globe is swirling by the way so Gillian is swirling the snow globe
1: yeah. And so if we let the snow globe just settle, I mm. remember this is our mind. So if we did the same, if we could just pause, hit the pause button every now and again. I The other thing that I've been doing um, just recently um, is um, where I've been listening to just you know try and pause between everything you do you know once you've finished a task instead of rushing on to the next one Hmm. just pause for even if it's just a few seconds before going on and that just helps with your mindset and by pause what do you mean do you mean just sit yeah just sit for a minute and just you know take a breath and then Move on to the next, but because we're always charging around, never you know multitasking and things like. That. And multitasking is not good because no. you're not concentrating on one thing or the other. No. So inevitably, you're not going to complete either thing properly, you know, either of your tasks properly. So that's no use.
0: Well, see, that's something I'm having trouble with at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from burnout a lot because I keep doing. I have a, a guilt complex where oh. if I'm not working, I am not. I have like a a guilt thing where if I'm not working, I'm doing, and I won't take that. If I'm watching a film, I also have to be writing emails. If I'm playing a game, I have to, I'm always checking my phone. I'm always, like, you know, because it was so hard to get in touch when we were organising this. You'd email me and then I'd email you and then I'd email, and then I I was like, I'm done with that. So I've got, I'm onto
1: something else already. So. But we're a giant battery. That's basically what we are.
0: Now, (laughs) if
1: we're, we're doing? I've got another prop here, sorry. Sorry for those that can't see this, but it's, we're it's doing- just describe it, describe it. <laughs> It's like a giant ball that I can squeeze in and out and it's got colours in it and basically it's, this is our brain going fight, flight, fight, flight, three, fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, freeze, right? And yeah. so most of the time it'll, it'll come down to that, but it's still, it will never close down to this because it's still got these fears, phobias, you know unwanted thoughts, negative thoughts all going around in our head. So, what right. hypnosis is, it removes the fears, the phobias, and the negative thoughts and allows you to settle back down again. Yeah, you, did with the, you know, it just settles your mind back down again. And that's what, and again, with hypnotherapy, I don't need to know what. The, the problem is, if, I mean, I'm happy for people to, to talk to me. I'm not saying that, you know, you know, please don't talk to me. Um, that's, that's not what I'm saying. You know, I, no. I do care about what you say and what you feel. Um, but at the same time, I know there's people out there who have been telling their story over and over, and they're tired, mm. so tired of having to tell their story time and time again. Yeah. And with NLP and hypnotherapy, you don't need to do that. No. As long as you have it here in your head, then we can deal with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: now, now hypnotherapy is not sleep. No. It is. very... I was awesome. just
0: about to ask what what because it, it's uh, hypnotherapy is one of those things you say a word, people have a different association to what the real thing is. So what is what is it? Go on, just tell me. Tell me.
1: consciousness. Consciousness. You're. Yeah. You know, you are very much awake, um, and aware, uh, because that's what we're trying to do. We're Oh, we're, your, your brain is, you know, got two bits here. Your your amygdala is in the middle. Yeah. So you've got your left brain and your left brain. Now, the right brain is pretty much in control all the time. You know, that's your, yeah. your artistic side and thought and um, language and all that type of thing. And then you've got on the other side is your maths and numbers and, you know, logic, basically. Logic. Is, is all. Yeah. Now, Whenever emotion is in play, then, you know, logic will not win out. Emotion will always win over logic. And I, we all know this. Have you ever been, you know, in, going down the road and somebody cuts you up and you oh, yeah. give it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did it
0: today. <laughs>
1: you it on for, you know, quite a bit down the road. And then you're suddenly like, oh, you know, maybe I should have done. So that's when the suddenly comes in and goes, I. shouldn't have done that you know Um, and and that's so this is where we have the problem um so we just need to try and get our left brain to to be more in control than our right brain at times. just slowing things down like the breathing and that does help you get your left brain to be more in control of your right so what what happens in a set of, so do you, you
0: control breathing but what happens in a hypnotherapy session do you is there a questioning do you just is it like a guided
1: meditation I'll be a bit like a guided meditation um we do um a pre-talk first with a, you know a, a, a client just to let them know exactly what we're talking about here we're talk, we talk about the mind we talk yeah. about um with the mind um and we'll do um some like we could do something just now actually just something very simple so if you put out your hand just now any particular hand or just a hand and just okay close your eyes. What did I say? Just, sorry say that just close your eyes okay and imagine there's a big ripe juicy lemon in your hand you can feel the weight of this big juicy lemon in the palm okay. of your hand right yeah and you can bring it up to your nose, and you can smell the zest of this lemon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In two minutes,
1: I'm going to ask you to take a big bite out of this lemon, and you can feel the juices running down the back of your throat. Now, what I want you to do is open your eyes. And uh, What's in your hand?
0: No- nothing.
1: Exactly. But did you,
0: did you get any of those sensations? I, could, I couldn't get that because I was trying to imagine sour lemon, but I couldn't imagine the sour lemon when I tasted it. But I could smell uh, the... Uh, do you know what I could smell? You know, like the cloth in an Indian restaurant. Yeah. The, that's what I could actually smell just then. And I was... So not real lemon, but like the... Which I imagine is, is probably what I... I've probably smelt that more than real lemon. <laughs> so that's what I imagine...
1: It Shows you how powerful your imagination
0: is. Yeah, yeah. I could I couldn't taste it, but I was trying to. You saw you brought it for those of you that were listening. I was trying to mouth it and stuff, but I I, I couldn't taste it. But I think it was because I was trying to imagine sour, and I couldn't do it. But the smell, I could smell it in the back of my nose. I could like smell the very lemony, fresh kind of p- towel like towelette thing. That's a that, so yeah, it's very powerful. So that's and that's the kind of thing you do. In a yes. hypnotherapy session.
1: How powerful the imagination is and yeah. how powerful the, inside of the brain is.
0: Yeah.
1: That that's one of the, you know, testers that we do. Um, and then there's we do um we just talk to the person as well and just let them know, you know, what happens and things mm. like that. But it, it's 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 not there's none of this, you know, watches being dangled. <laughs> that's, that's all told-
0: the tapping thing is they work is works better for hypnotherapy. So I've been I've seen that like, they like it not necessarily like in the films where it looks like pressure points, but that 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 helps like tapping on the back of the hands. Is that a thing, or have I just made that up?
1: I've actually seen that one. What um, we normally do is I don't like to give too much about away because then, oh you know, sorry
0: no I don't want to obviously I don't want to reveal the tricks.
1: Well, well, it's not so much tricks. It's just. No. Oh, um, uh, but yeah, yeah sorry
0: yeah.
1: don't feel <laughs> like to, absolutely not um, you know we, we say to our clients all the way through the session you are in control and they are they are in charge anytime they want to stop they can stop it you know yeah. there's not like they're being held down and because because we do it over zoom these days there's even more control people yeah. feel even more comfortable because they're in the comfort of their own home yeah
0: they're in their own house Right? No, and they can control the environment, can't they? They can control where they are.
1: Yeah. Too, then they will fall,
0: <laughs> fall asleep. You don't want to do it in the bed. So no, what would you what would you recommend? So NLP and hypnotherapy, obviously, are very different techniques. Um,
1: I like to use them both. Um, what I like to do is I will use NLP and hypnotherapy in a session. What I like to do with the hypnotherapy is I like to use that more as... It's like belt and braces, if you like. So yeah. you've maybe got you know, then write down to a zero on, on their problem. And then what I I'm I like to write metaphors. And in right. fact, I have one. Would you like Perfect. me to read?
0: Yeah, always. Always.
1: This is uh, one that I've written for anxiety.
0: Oh, that's good. I need that at the moment. Absolutely.
1: Right. So it might work better if you close your eyes and you can imagine it. It's entirely up to you.
0: Listeners, close your eyes. I'm gonna, I'll close my eyes as well, Janine. Go for it.
1: Right. So in your house, you find an old grandfather clock. It wasn't there before, and you are curious as to where it has come from. The clock has been in the possession of many households before coming to you. Unfortunately, the hands appear frozen in time and it no longer chimes the hours. You think to yourself, how can I fix it? Suddenly, you hear the doorbell ringing You answer the door and see a familiar face, a symbol of your higher self. It is a clockmaker and they tell you that they can help you to get going again. You invite them in and show them to the clock. After dismantling the clock, tightening some springs and replacing some cogs, they ask for the key to wind it up, to send it in motion again. You suddenly remember that the key is inside. It was deep down inside all the time, and you just had to reach down and unlock it. Now, it is said that time heals, steals and flies. In that sound vein, time is also something we all make and take, save and spend, keep, waste, kill and lose. Time is always moving forward. Only your mind takes you back in time. We don't live in the past. It's okay to visit now and again, to learn lessons, but don't linger too long. The present is calling. Of course, I would encourage you to remember all those times you felt confident and good about yourself as often as possible and take that forward into the here and now, where it can also be true and lived over and over. You move forward with time. Time is precious. Don't waste a moment of it worrying about the future. It will be here soon enough. Time to enjoy the now. All change comes from within. And it's time to change now. As they say, a change is as good as a rest. Change now. Be like the clock and mark time in the present. And change time zones from the what if future to the present calm state. Take the time to do the things that make you happy, make you feel good about yourself, make you sing from the inside out, allowing you to change from the inside out now, changing that time and embracing it now. Change may happen tomorrow. Change may happen next week. Change may happen next month and change may happen next year. All we do know is nothing stays the same and change is inevitable. It's up to you when it happens, but as we know, change will happen now. As you reset the clock, you feel something inside you shift, as if you yourself were resetting like the clock back to the right time, the here and now, not a minute earlier, not a minute after, but right now. You hear the steady and reassuring tick-tock, talk, tick-tock talk of the clock. It has a hypnotic rhythm about it as it starts to mark out time again. And you set your inner clock to the same pace and rhythm. Time is not refundable. Use it with intention. There we go.
0: Wow. So, oh. I think I drifted off there. for <laughs> like it started to... Yeah, that's great. Well. I don't want to get too excited now because everyone that's been listening to this is going to be very calm. They're going to be breathing very slowly now. Um, thank you very much for joining us here this week, Gillian. Um, where could they find you? Where could everyone find you if they want to get in touch?
1: Right. Well, I'm on LinkedIn as a Gillian Mindset Wizard. Gillian Bartwell Mindset Wizard. <laughs> Catchy. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Gillian Burtwell Mindset on Facebook and I'm on Instagram as Julian Burtwell Mindset.
0: Okay, brilliant. And for those of you listening and for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, we will be putting the links below in the description and on the podcast, we'll also be putting it in the description of the podcast. So they should be able to click on those links and find you very easily. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time uh, to spend with us, Gillian. I'm feeling a lot more relaxed than I was. Um, before this podcast, I really appreciate that. Um, and I hope that you've enjoyed your time here on the Mental Health Bar. So
1: much for your time. It's
0: been a okay. pleasure. You too. You too. Thank you very much. <laughs>